They arrested a bunch of Proud Boys, which is ironic because isn't it Pride Month? What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast. All that and more coming up in just a minute. Thanks so much for joining me today. So, uh, yeah, it's Pride Month, which I'm sure you've heard. It's been shoved down your throat. That's probably not that's probably not the best way to describe Pride Month. Yeah, I take that back. Um, but it's been everywhere in the news. We talked yesterday about all these kids going to the, the strip club. I'm sorry, the gay club. I think it's a gay drag club. I don't know. There's a big sign that says it's not going to lick itself. So it could just be, I don't know what it is, but it's usually a, a club reserved for gay men, uh, 21 years of age and older. But over the weekend in Dallas, they opened it up to young children because that's what you do during Pride Month. You have pride in who you are. You have pride in your sexuality and your uh, your carnal desires. And you not only not only do you have pride in what you, uh, you know, your what your your lustful acts are, you also put them on display for everyone else and try to encourage little children to emulate them, which is I didn't know that was part of the Pride Month charter, but that's kind of what it's morphed into over the past few years. Uh, now, the interesting thing about Pride Month is it's just for gay people. It's not for other proud people. For example, <laughs> for example, the Proud Boys uh, leader and top members have been charged with seditious conspiracy over January 6th. I was just popping around on CNN to see what kind of fake news they were coming up with, and I saw this headline. The uh, Department of Justice on Monday charged the head of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, and four other leaders with seditious conspiracy escalating the criminal case against the far-right extremist group. So during Pride Month, Proud Boys have been arrested for seditious conspiracy. So if you hear the term Proud Boys during Pride Month, don't get confused. It's not the same folks who were dancing around in the, uh, dancing around in the gay club in Dallas. Uh, now, the interesting thing about this is that this is all coming up on the brink of this Thursday night special. This is... This is, you know, the January 6th committee, they've run into a lot of problems. They've run into a lot of problems because, A, first of all, they were supposed to be bipartisan. And what happened was Kevin McCarthy said, okay, I want Jim Jordan and a couple of other people on this panel. And Nancy Pelosi said, that's insane. We're not going to put actual conservatives on this panel. When I say bipartisan, I don't actually mean bipartisan. I don't want, I want anti-Trump, never Trump, backstabbing uh, you know, it voted to impeach Trump conservatives on this panel. And Kevin McCarthy said, no, uh, here's who you can have or else we're going to decline to be, uh, you know, part of this panel. And then, of course, you know, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger both volunteered. Now, Adam Kinzinger has already said, I'm not running for Congress again. He's over. He knows that he's one and done. And if somebody is leaving Congress at the end of the term, I'm going to be honest with you. You know that they're going to try to take a blowtorch to the place on the way out. If somebody's like, I'm giving up this part of my life, I'm no longer going to serve as a congressperson, I'm no longer going to serve my constituents or, you know, the people of Illinois, uh, if that happens, then you know they are on a tear to destroy their party and, um, and, their, and, their, uh, and their, you know, uh, branch of government on the way out. And that's exactly what Adam Kinzinger is trying to do um, with his prosecution of, of Donald Trump and all these other conservatives on January 6th. Liz Cheney, she, man, she made her bed and she's just trying to lie in it. She's now, she realizes she has nowhere to go, but to ride this, you know, it's like, it's like she's, she's riding the, uh, the, the bomb as it gets dropped out of the plane. And now she just has to wait. She has to go all the way into the ground before it explodes on, uh, in, in November of this year. Um, but so she's making the most of it. She's, she's all in on, anti-Trump. She's all in on Trump, you know, tried to execute a coup. 
and she's doing her best as well to um to make that happen. Now, here's the thing. Not a lot of people watch C-SPAN. Not a lot of people are up on the daily activities of the January 6th committee. Sure, they hear us report about it every now and then. They hear us, you know, they hear people talk about it on the news. Maybe they see something uh, on their on their news feed or in Instagram, whatever. But as far as the ongoing day-to-day uh, text messages and the the information that's coming out and all of the testimony, nobody really is in tune. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think most people could pick Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger out of a lineup. And that's really bodes, that does not do a lot for their for their upcoming careers as political consultants or television news correspondents or whatever it is they want to do. Maybe they want to go, maybe they want to go run a, a you know, a, a consultancy somewhere. They're going to need credibility. They're going to need fame. They're going to need people to know who they are. And the only way they can do that or the best way to do that in their opinions is a televised TV special. And that's exactly what they're holding on Thursday. Now, Thursday night, I imagine a lot of other people can find a lot better things to do than to watch a televised hearing of the January 6th committee starring Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. I'm pretty sure that most people out there have better things to do than to sit around and watch these witch hunters try to hunt for a witch that does not exist. Also, uh, the the way that this thing is being put together by this ABC producer, I forget his name, but he's he does these big old, you know, kind of documentary films. What he's trying to do is he's trying to create like a dramatic series, almost like he's turning it into almost like a reality show where there's a mixture of behind the scenes interviews and clips and never before seen footage. And that's going to be woven in with the actual live interaction and the live testimony and the live grilling of these witnesses uh, on Capitol Hill. And the witnesses aren't even that interesting. It's not like they're, they, it's not like they got Don Jr. You know, they're not really, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, for example, a constitutional scholar will be their first guest. So rather than watching, you know, an exciting Stanley Cup final hockey game or, you know, 90 day fiance or whatever you would typically watch, maybe you're, maybe you're binge watching the flight attendant or uh, I don't know, it's hacks or any of these. I've been watching the staircase. That's riveting. Uh, but instead of doing all of that, what they hope you're going to do is they hope you're going to tune in to see two backstabbing Republicans and a bunch of Democrats um, just totally go after a constitutional scholar about whether or not a coup did exist. And I was watching Jason Miller, who's the founder of Getter. He worked for Donald Trump for a while for his campaign. Um, now he's he's founded Getter.com. And he said it best. I think he said, look, if you didn't like Donald Trump and you watch this thing on Thursday, you're going to come away and you're still not going to like Donald Trump. But if you do like Donald Trump, you're just not going to watch it. And I think that's 100% accurate. And I don't know exactly whose idea this was, but I do know a lot of people are hoping not that this gets to the bottom of what happened on January 6th. A lot of people are hoping not that this puts Donald Trump away forever. A lot of people are hoping not that, you know, this is going to save the Republic and that anyone else who tries to go to the Capitol building and peacefully protest after an election is going to be is going to be inspired to do the opposite. No, none of that. What's going to happen is uh, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney and a bunch of other Democrats are going to use this as a platform from which to launch whatever it is their next careers are. Because after stabbing Donald Trump in the back, after voting to impeach, after being part of this committee that the Republican Party asked them not to be part of, they know their next careers are going to be starting, well, probably uh, just after the first week in November.
Anyway, don't watch it. I'll watch parts. I'll just I'll just grab the clips and we can we can share them uh, with you on Friday. In the meantime, by the way, don't forget our locals group is growing by leaps and bounds. We have well over a thousand people in there now, and we're getting more and more every single day. Plus, we're doing some really cool stuff there. So, if you would like to join uh, our locals community, it's really easy to do. Go to markk.locals.com. Markk locals.com and we're going to have some really fun stuff going on in there uh not just uh, games and whatnot but we're also going to have um some videos we're going to have some interviews exclusive stuff there is supporter only content so if you pay to support know that you'll get additional content but it is not you do not have to pay to be there some people get confused you can see free content you can interact you can do all that fun stuff um it's just that there's you know there's exclusive deals for supporters it's a troll free First Amendment friendly, uh, freedom of speech loving uh, social media network. It's called Locals, and you can access us by going to markk.locals.com. Go do that right now.